today on The Breakdown. It's a very special breakdown featuring a very special hand, including one of the best players in the world, Brazilian Jao Vieira. I almost forgot his name. There's two very good Jao Brazilians, but Jao Vieira is up against Timothy Neuter, who's a U.S. player, although he lives in Canada now. He's an online beast, and these guys are going to clash. There's so much money to be won. That's right. A quarter of a million dollars. And these guys are going to play a hand where, let me just say, there's some big hands out there. Some big hands. And, you know, you got to be careful. You don't get stomped on by a bigger hand. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we can be too careful. Sometimes we can't be careful enough. Do you see how it goes? It's the push and pull of poker. Well, we're going to see that played out in real time here on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. One of the best players in the world, and you uh, can't remember his name? Um, Yeah, I can picture him. Yeah. I can see him in my mind. If he walked up to me, I would know who he was. Be like, hey, it's that guy. I'd be like, Jow, is it Vera Simao? It's Vera, I think, but it might be wrong. Hell of a five o'clock shadow you got going there, Jow. He's a good five o'clock shadower. Mm. I could just call him Jow. He probably wouldn't expect me to know. He probably wouldn't need me to know. He'd be like, of course he knows who I am. I'm a one name guy to this dude. You know, like it's Jow. And he'd be <laughs> like, yeah, it's me. Not the other Jow. I'm skinny Jow. <laughs> They're both skinny. I'm skinnier Jow. The other one's... You I'm lanky Jow. I'm lanky Jow. This Jow. guy is lanky. So I, I'm going to show Jonathan a picture of, of this dude's five o'clock shadow. This is a fucking five o'clock shadow if I've ever seen one. Look at that thing. It's not even a... It's like a nine o'clock it's like shadow. You would, it's like a sandpaper thing. It's like, like you would scratch your hand if you touched it. <laughs> it's like midnight. Yeah. It's so dark on his face. That's a crazy five o'clock shadow. It really might not be anything like that, but I hear what you're saying. It's very impressive. What if it's paint? That would be strange. Yeah, and it might be offensive to some people. I'm just realizing. If he painted his face? Yeah. Black? Why? Black? Oh, I see. <laughs> some people may have an issue. Although only half, as if it's a beard, probably you're okay. That's a little different. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem like the same thing. I think it's okay. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the... Well, we're not going to attempt to to find that we're out. We're not going to decode it? <laughs> we're not going to do that. <laughs> so this is like a Russian online event or something? At least... No, it's, it's oh, not it's, a Russian. It's just as this is the Russian broadcast that we happen to watch. Oh, we did, yeah. Those Come guys, on. Those Russian guys sure speak Russian. Yeah, do you know what they do well? They speak Russian. That's the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> they might do other things No, well. No, they don't. And we actually don't know if they're speaking Russian well. We just <laughs> know that they're speaking a language that to our American ears sounds like Russian. Yeah. And passes for Russian. Might not be Russian. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's Ukrainian? Is there a Ukrainian language? I don't know. That's it. I'm admitting it. I don't know. I actually don't either. It's okay not to know everything. Yeah. Grant, you don't have to beat yourself up. There's a lot of languages out there. It's hard to know. There are a lot. But then there's a lot of, of countries that just speak, you know, the language of like the bigger country. Like, yeah, that, that could be a thing. Right. But then they also have their own language sometimes. And yeah. they speak the language of the bigger country. Sometimes. It's a, it's a whole morass of issue. And we're not going to get into we're it. We're not going to get into it. Because we don't do that. Yeah. We focus. We're the focus boys. You know what country probably has the least tourists speaking the native language when they come? Oh, wow. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, nope. Iceland. The least tourists speaking the native language when they come. Yeah, like if you go to France and you speak some French, you might try to speak French, right? Yeah. Nobody learns Icelandic. Like very like cuz only What are you th- basing that on? 
is because of the population of Iceland and the fact that the Icelandic language only exists on this island. It's a 300,000 person population. How do you know it only exists on this island? Because I went to Iceland. I did a lot of research about this. You did a lot of research yeah. about the language and where it exists? I mean, it exists elsewhere. I got to but... tell you, I'm a little skeptical on that claim. Not so sure Obviously, about that claim. Obviously, it exists everywhere if you want to speak no, Icelandic. No, right. Like, it's not like a ubiquitously known language. It's obviously it? not any other country's national language, right? right? But that is, but like you could say many, while English is the national language of the United States, many other language exists here. Okay. Right? Okay. It's, it's a very different scenario when you're talking about <laughs> an island with a population of 300,000 people. Yeah. That's the majority of Icelandic speakers in the world. And you know that how? Because that's because you assume that. Yes. I assume. So that. you don't actually know that. I don't know that. You're just sure. asserting it as fact. That's what's happening. Yes. Okay. So we have no idea. We have no idea. But okay, cool. I would wager on it. Right. That's really different than it's fact. Just to be clear. Point being. Yes. <laughs> even if they're not the majority, <laughs> it's reasonable to assume there's less than a million people who speak Icelandic in the world. Sure. Yeah. So Icelandic people all speak English, like 100% of them. Whereas like there's many countries where it's like, yeah, most of them speak English because there's tourists and stuff. Mm-hmm. In Iceland, you basically have to speak English if you want to communicate with the rest of the world at all. Right. Right. Or, or a different language, but they chose English, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. You know, yeah. that's, not a, that's not a common situation. It's not like you can be like, well, do you speak Icelandic or English? Because I can speak one of those. It's like always English. You know, it's never Icelandic. When my, uh, my two cousins moved here from Great Britain, and they, yeah. were, uh, they were like, I think they were 10 and 13 when they moved to Santa Barbara, California. And so they went to the school system there. And swear to God, kids in both of their classes complimented them on how well they spoke English. Really? Yes. I, I weep for the American educational system. This was a long time ago, but still, ouch. I mean, I don't think anything's changed as far as yeah. still being kids who would think that way. Yeah. From England. They were no. from England. And they're like, you speak English great. It's like, what do they you think speak the, English great, American. What do American? they think the native language of England is? You know, I don't think, I think that question's a little too sophisticated for the person who's saying that to yeah. my cousin, you know? I Cousins, guess so. I should say. Anyway, so that happened, and that was weird and true. Yeah. It's a true, a true thing. But anyway, so there's a hand. Yeah, let's talk of about poker. This. Um, so this was suggested by Runar Hansen. He's a longtime follower of, of the breakdown. We haven't done a Runar Hansen hand for a while, but glad is, to have one. Is that because his hands have sucked, or is that because he's been busy? I suppose he's been busy, or he, he didn't like us for a while, and he's back. Oh. Who knows? Oh. Maybe he's just... Haven't been receiving a lot of Runar Hansen suggestions. Yeah. Maybe he's giving us like a second chance. He's like, you yeah. know what? The one, one more final chance with the poker guys and we'll see how it goes. And if I don't love it, I'm out. And it's big, a lot of pressure, actually, now that I think about I'm it. I'm going to make another baseless assumption based on just one thing. Great. Big tennis fan, Runar Hansen, because his, uh, his profile picture on Twitter is of Roger Federer. Well, that is not baseless. And There's some base My other thing was not baseless either. I didn't say it was, though. You asserted it as fact, and now you're saying you, you, you took one side. You're, you're very binary with these things, and you're the guy who always likes to say it's not categorical, it's dimensional. But now you're not doing that for some reason. I think it's because... I don't think that's a really perfect analogy for what's going really? on. Really? God, I do. I think it's exactly right. And since you've been so wrong so far in this podcast, I guess we'll just assume <laughs> I'm correct. I haven't necessarily been wrong. I just like, I made an assumption that I think a lot of people would make. But you asserted it as fact. That's the thing. That's all I'm talking about. It's not about whether you're right or wrong. It's about asserting was, things we don't know as that fact. That was a mistaken way to, to make the statement. Yeah. That's, all I'm, that's what I'm pointing at. Why are you jumping down my throat today, Levy? I do it every day. <laughs> you do? Yeah. It's, not, it's, just a, it's just Monday. That's all. Or Friday. It's actually Friday. You know, I could, I could do this shit to you, you know. You but, could, but why but, would you? Be, well, I, I used to <laughs> a little bit more, but then you got so sad. <laughs> you kept calling me mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it when people do that. Don't yeah. do that. Okay. Please don't. 
All right. Thank you. You can keep bringing it on because I've got a fucking thick skin. I'm like some. It's, oh, I think everyone listening to this podcast would agree. You have a very thick skin. For oh, this here we stuff. go again. <laughs> See, this is my point. Here we go again. <laughs> here we go again. Runar Hansen, massive tennis fan. Yeah. He suggested suge- this. Yeah. On, on Twitter, I assume. On Twitter, of course. He, we are uh, the poker guys on Twitter. Yeah. You can find us. You can follow us if you want. You can follow us on Twitter. Do it. Or not. It's fine. We don't give a shit. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not, honestly, we're, we're not doing that much on Twitter except for accept, as accepting suggestions, right? Like, Mostly. We, we'll tweet about stuff once in a while. People yeah. will ask us questions. We'll respond and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, there were times when we were live tweeting the main event final tables. Yeah, those days are gone. Most likely. Never to return, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I mean, the Gordon, I, guess, I guess maybe. The Gordon Veo Quee win heads up really left a sour taste in our mouth yeah. for that. That was, yeah. that was a little rough. Anyway, we'll see. Who the, who the hell knows what the future holds? What I know about what the present holds, though, and it holds... It holds Jao Vieira. It holds <laughs> Jao Vieira and Timothy Neuter. <laughs> we think. We're we don't pretty actually, sure. There, there's no pronunciation of his name. As we said, the broadcast is in Russian, so we, we don't know how his name is actually pronounced, but it's N-U-T-E-R, and that seems like Neuter. I mean, usually if it was Nutter, you'd really expect a second T. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible these days. Right, especially with names. Yeah. But what are you going to do? We have to guess. They're talking in Russian. We don't know. They Timothy don't... Neuter. That's it. We'll just call him Timothy. Timothy. Mr. Okay. Neuter. Mr. Neuter. <laughs> Timothy's my father. Call me Mr. Neuter. <laughs> That's backwards of what they usually do. Yeah. That's why it's so goofy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is an online event. Okay. Ninth is 30K. We have nine remaining, but we're at a five-handed table. So I guess it's an uh, eight-handed tournament. Uh, first is 250K. Cool. Lots of money to be won. Javier is one of the best tournament players around yes we've done one hand of his from uh the inside of the mind of a pro series. actually done two hands we've of done his, two I think. okay he has a very sophisticated thought process oh yeah 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 when you listen to him it's one of the best things about inside of the mind of the pro is listening to him talk about why he does what he does and it's really i mean it's cool yeah it's cool stuff all right so uh the blinds are 12 and a half and twenty five thousand. okay and vera is under the gun but you know that's also the hijack because we're five-handed he's got two million so he's flying high, feeling good, like a bird in the sky. He opens to 51,500, which is far better than opening to 50,000 and just clicking the <laughs> min raise. Significantly. Well, more now you're more. not going to, now you don't get an automatic, you know, it's not a, it's not a, you got to think about it if you're in the big blind. And you're Maybe he just likes typing. Maybe, the, you know, he enjoys typing using the keypad. So, I mean, 50,100 probably makes a bigger stack. 51,500. Oh, excuse me. 51,500 makes definitely like a weird stack. If you want to make a weird right? stack, go like 51,999. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Obviously. That's too much work, even for Joe. It's about the same amount a of work. A notorious hard worker <laughs> when it comes to online poker. About the same amount of work. Mm. Anyway, he's got deuces. Yeah. He's in the cutoff, right? Hijack. He's in the hijack. Yeah. Deuce of clubs, deuce of hearts. 40 blinds, right? Way more than that. 12.5K, 25K. He's got 2 million. Oh, 40, oh 80 blinds. 80 blinds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Timothy Neuter, or Tim Nutt, is in the small blind. That's good. Tim Nutt. He's got 815K. Sounds like a new kind of candy. The Tim Nutt. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like 33 blinds in the small blind. Okay. 815K. Huh. How do you approach this? He's got queen 10 of clubs. 33 blinds in the small blind? It's so playable. It's super playable. It's actually very cheap to call. Isn't like he 3X'd it, right? We're gonna, it's only one and a half blinds. We're getting already a reasonable price, no, right? No, it's 51500 Okay, it's... So it's like a significant bump up from the min raise. Significant. Yeah, yeah it's 26.5 instead of 20, 25, right? Yeah. 
Um, for us, so it's a little more than one and a half blinds. There's already two, three and a half in there, plus if there's an antis, which I assume there are. I think so. Um, so there's like four blinds in there or something. Yeah. And it's one and a half to call with queen, ten of clubs. Yep. Uh, Calling feels better than three betting to it me. It does, but it sort of sucks to only have 33 blinds in the folding feels so shitty. This hand is too good, man. When it's this cheap, it's probably too good. Also, when we call, often the big blind's going to come along, which is going to make the price better, although we have another person to beat. So right, but Queen Ten, probably clubs, rather, Queen Ten of Clubs plays pretty well multi-ways. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, so it's not so bad. We don't have to worry about that as much as we would with some other hands. Like sevens or something like that? Yeah, or just like we flop so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it can't be bad to call, right? It just can't be. But it's, I wonder if the actual correct like, solver play is to fold this hand or to three-bet this hand and mostly to fold it because we're, we only have 33 blinds. I wonder. Maybe. I mean, I've been saying for a couple of years now. Now, this is against weaker competition than Javier, yeah. but I've found it more comfortable in practice when playing in you know, the tournaments that I play with these stacked ups to be calling out of the small blind than to like force myself into the 2014-ish mindset yeah. of like I have to three-better fold out of the small blind. I think that's a bad mindset. I think it's okay to have a calling range out of the small blind, even with around 30 blinds. I mean, it is pretty cheap. You don't have to put a lot of chips in post-flop most of the time, right? You're yeah. going to check fold a lot, right? Yeah. Um, you're going to check call, and then that's often going to be it. Like, you're going to call one street, and then you'll check it down, and you'll win sometimes. Like, that's going to happen too, right? Yeah. Um, so it isn't like we're always going to be in all these super tough spots necessarily. Um, is there anyone with a super short stack? I don't even know if that would matter because there aren't any significant money jumps. In fact, I, I can only see one table yeah. also, so I don't know. The, the, the jump from 8th to ninth is ninth to 8th is literally zero. It's yeah. the same amount. So, And then the, from 8th to 7th is 7000 more dollars. Like, I, I don't think that matters for this one and a half agree. blinds we're putting in here. I don't think any of that matters at all. I guess we just kind of have to call. It's just yeah. a little, So let's, can we just come up quickly with, the, with our calling range here? Well, but, and while we may have like a few like superstar hands that we're going to use to balance, what's our general like middle of the middle of the pack calling range? You know what I'm saying? I guess I, I would like to answer the question by asking about some fringe hands. Yeah. Like, what do you do with king queen off? Great question. I think we can call that at least some of the time. Yeah. Like we can three bet that too, but I think we can absolutely call that. What do you do with king jack off? I don't know, man. I, I part of me just wants to throw it away. Or three bet it. That feels yeah, more like yeah. a three bet or throw away. Yeah, actually, probably three bet more than throw it away. Now that you say that, actually, because like, why not? Unless yeah. unless Jow doesn't open much, and since he's opening, deuces, he's Jow. He's opening exactly, a lot. exactly. I'm not worried about what it. What about so six I, seven suited? I feel like we have to fold that. Eight nine suited. Thirty three blinds. I think you got to call if you're going to have a calling close. range. It's close. I mean, the problem is, ugh, we're out of position too. Like if we're on the button. We're in the big blind. Of course, these are... In the big, big blind, of course, you're... It's at 100%. I mean, would you call this on the button? Would you call queen, ten of clubs on the button? Let's yeah. start with that. Would you call eight, nine, and suited on the button? Yeah. Those feel like pretty reasonable spots yeah. when it's this cheap, too. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we already, we already have half a blind in there, so it's cheaper. We have one less person who's going to squeeze us if we're... But we're out of position the whole way, and it's a great player. I don't know. I'm not sure what to do with eight, nine, suited. See, I like, I like calling these. But, of course, this is, once again, me talking about playing in $500 tournaments, yeah. $1,500 World Series events. It's not Javiera. Javiera's going to make really good decisions all yeah. the way through. We're not going to be able to get extra value against him almost ever. We're not going to be able to maximize against him almost ever. He's going to make better folds and bluff us more 
and, and do it more precisely than we're used to. So it's important to keep that in mind. But at this point, you can't practice player avoidance because I was just thinking sure. like, for example, in these $1,500, $2,500 World Series events, whatever they are, it's mostly like okay to call with these hands out of the small blind because you have an edge over the majority of the players. But I have been in those events with Adrian Mateos at the table. And if he opened, I would just fold out of the small blind with his hand because like, I'm not going to fucking play out of position against Adrian Mateos. But you don't really have that option when there's nine left in a major event. Like, this is also, to be clear, like the guys who are left are like Michael Adamo, Justin Bonomo. I, I read you, you can't the pick, You can't pick and choose here. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. We just have to have a strategy and go with it. Yeah. And there may be a, one player who are like, I want to play more pots against that guy. And you change, you alter your strategy for that guy. But otherwise, you just, have, you just do what you're doing. Yeah. I think that's probably right. Um, so I'm unclear uh, with a hand like eight nine suited, what we're supposed to do in the small blind? Uh, I think I would guess that there's a lot of very strong opinions out there that are just going to ebb and flow and go back and forth yeah. as time goes on, and people are going to say so sure that it's like a huge mistake to do one or the other, and then you know time changes and people change. Let and, me throw a few other hands at okay. you. Um, pocket sixes. I think you can call that you. You're me just too. getting the right odds to set mine. Exactly. We you just use simple math on that one. We can do that. Okay, so that's true for any small pocket pair. Yeah. Um, ace ten off. I uh, three bet almost hundred percent there. Ace jack off. Same. Ace ten suited. Mixon calls in three bets. I think. Ace jack suited. Mixon calls in three bets. King ten suited. Most calls, mostly calls. Yeah. I think I mostly agree with everything you said there. Um, let me see if there's, I don't know if there's really anything else. 10, nine suited. I guess you're, you're going to call Let's that. Call, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call that too. I think. Um, okay. That's pretty much it. Jack nine suited. That one's closer for me. Connectedness, I think is more valuable at these tech depths than, mm-hmm. than we are maybe giving credit to. Yeah. Uh, I think eight, nine suited is far more valuable than Jack nine suited. I would for sure throw away Jack nine suited. Yeah. Personally. Um, but queen 10 suited, so we move one up with the one gappers, yeah. and now we feel like probably we have to call. Like queen jack suited is clearly like we're entering the we pot one way or the other. That yep. hand, yeah. And it feels like it, it plays so well as a call compared to like we three bet we're just turning into a bluff, which is okay, I guess. But then like it's such a good hand to see a flop with. Yeah. And so is this. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of I like calling, I think. I guess I like it too. If you, it, honestly, if you, if you were to fold here in this spot, I wouldn't think it was terrible though. No. I think all three options are okay. I, but I think, but calling is fine for sure. Calling feels the yeah most natural. Like when I'm playing poker, I've realized that my life is easier and I play better when I play in a way that feels comfortable to me rather than what feels like trying to optimize based on current theory. Mm-hmm. You know, just like this feels more comfortable just to call Queen Ten suited in this spot. Mm-hmm. I can play better that way. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Um, yeah, like I think one of my one of my strengths is like post flop keeping the pot small, figuring it out type stuff. And so like that place in my strengths to call more here. Yeah. But maybe not against Javier. R- not against Javier. Yeah. He will wreck you with his five o'clock. Three shadow. bet all in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just 33 blinds all in. Ike Haxton with queen 10 style. Yeah. That one time. Actually, that was just an open shove. Right? It wasn't for, it was like for 23 blinds. Okay. But yeah, it was an open shove. It was under the gun. It was ridiculous. Queen 10 off. He was probably on the cutting edge of some solver stuff at the yeah. time. That was like 2013 or something. Yeah. And like the solver barely liked it. And he was like, I guess I have to be the first guy who does this stuff. Maybe. Yeah. That's maybe what was going on. Anyway. So we've got the call from neuter. The big blind folds. You're not going to fold anymore at nitrogen sports because you're just going to keep playing the hand. It's fun. It's never going to end for you. It's, yeah. it's a time loop. It's like a time loop. You're like Sisyphus. You're like Edge of Tomorrow. You're like Edge of Sisyphus. 
<laughs> you're like happy death day. You're like, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Palm Springs. <laughs> Palm Springs. <laughs> Palm Springs. Yeah. I love that movie. I know anyway, Nitrogen Sports, where you will be stuck in a time loop and it will be <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> but you will become a god in, in certain ways of information. Yeah, anyway. like Groundhog's Day. Bill Murray became so good at everything. Yeah, it's Groundhog Day, by the way. Oh, Groundhog's sorry. Groundhog's Day. It's pretty important. Playing the piano, fucking yeah. ice sculpting. How many, how many, how long was he there for? I think they say 10,000 years. That's what they say. Yeah. 10,000 years. That would be very, very challenging. How many ways me. did he commit suicide that they didn't show us? Yeah, that's a really that's good That's going to be you on Nitrogen Sports. <laughs> 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 oh, they're still sponsors. This is a good ad, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, there it. are actually great things about Nitrogen Sports. Of course, it is a Bitcoin-only site, and they don't fuck around with your money when you want it. So you bing something like the Poker Guys Monthly Tournament. You get your money out fast, 90 minutes or less. That's pretty sick, nasty. What is this Poker Guys monthly tournament you're describing, son? Well, it is a 50 millibit guarantee, and they cap the player pool at 300. They'd have to get reach 500 players to, to reach the guarantee because it is a 0.1 millibit buy-in. So if you follow the math there, it means there's always an overlay, and usually we get way less than 300 players. Yeah. So basically, thousands of dollars is going into the prize pool provided by Nitrogen, not you, not the players. That's just there for, for the taking. Like, you might, the min cash is sometimes something like eight to 10 times the buy in. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane. It's wonderful. It's worth doing. It's worth your time and your energy and your effort and your attention. And of course, once you're there, there's sports betting, there's casino games, and you can only access that tournament if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen. Mm. You, of course, never leave because it's a time because loop. Because of the time loop. There's thing. no... And, and those movies are fake. I mean, you don't get out because you discover love. No, no. Give me a fucking break. And you might, be, you might be saying to yourself, well, maybe it's one of those time loops where I don't know I'm on the time loop, so it's not actually torture. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's okay? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not like you that. Know that you, yeah. You're definitely aware. Yeah. If right. you sort of, Do you ever do this? And I, I, don't, I don't want... I want to get back to the hand, but a quick question. Do you ever... Are you ever in a place where you think like, oh, am I in a time loop right now? Do you ever have that thought? Because I have that sometimes. <laughs> No, I, I, you just randomly think that for not, no obvious not reason. Not exactly am I. It's more like, I want, if, no, I think like if I'm in a time loop, would I know it? And then I wonder if I'm like, have some vague understanding that maybe, maybe that question is even a realization. It's usually while I'm working out or something where it's like physically difficult. I'm like, oh, I could just be in a time loop of just working out forever. Okay, so it's just a coping mechanism. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. So you never think that? No. I did just have deja vu the other day mm. here, here at your apartment. You were yes. here. Yes, I was. Deja vu is fucking weird. And basically everybody gets it, right? Um, I think so. It's, it's a very strange sensation. Yeah. Anyway, back to the hand. Back to the hand. All right. So pre-flop, we have queen 10 of clubs in the small blind for Timothy Neuter. Having called Jao Vieira, who has a massive stack, who has deuces. Uh, Vieira, the effective stack with about 33 blinds. The flop is ace of hearts, five of clubs, jack of hearts. So, terrible flop reduces, neuter flops, a gut shot, and a backdoor flush draw. Neuter checks. Should Zhao bet? Yes. Yeah, I suppose. Like, there's not a ton of aces in neuter's range. Maybe he's got a, he's got a, a reasonable few. amount of jacks, like jack-10 suited, queen-jack suited, make tons of yeah. sense. King-jack suited, probably. I mean, he has a lot of pocket pairs, like we said before, right? Yeah. He certainly has those. He has things where he can call once, but this is our board, and we're going to fold out all the pocket pairs, I think. All the smaller ones. Yeah. Yeah, I it's think our board. We should bet. We should bet. So Zhao does. He bets 42K into 140. So a small cool. bet, whatever. Sure. It'll work against the 8-9 suited of the world if those are in the range. Yeah. Except for hearts, of course. As neuter, call or raise. 
because we can't fold when we have the back door and the front door gut shot. Yeah. Um, well, it's, I think we should just call because this is so not our board and so Jow's board, right? Like, he absolutely has very strong hands here. I mean, I guess he's always betting this either way. Yeah. He, if he bet more, I'd be more inclined to raise or fold. Here, I think we can afford to call because it's so cheap. Yeah. Um, I think I like a call, but if you told me raise, if you told me raise, I'd be like, that's not terrible. I think it's fine to raise, but I prefer a call. You're not repping a ton if you raise. You're repping a set of fives ace and jack. ace jack. That's it. Yeah. Um, a huge draw, a monster draw. You could have king ten or hearts. Yeah. That's the only other thing. You're not going to get Jow to fold a reasonable hand if he's putting you on that. Right. But if he has like ace 10, for example, yeah. um, he could be like, well, either you've got me beat or you've got king 10 or hearts. That's, I'm doing terrible against the yeah. range, you know. But you're right. Like we don't, we're not repping much. No. But I, I think I like a call too. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it's, it simple, stupid. Whoa. K I S S. Keep it simple, stupid. It's keep it simple, sunny. No, it's not. (laughs) Anyway, neuter does call. Okay. I like it. I think it's good. Sure. 224K in the pot now. The turn's a real doozy. I mean, it's so obvious. If we're doing a breakdown, it's 100%. This is always the turn. Yeah. 100% of the time, this is the turn. Deuce of clubs. I mean, someone makes a set. Someone now has all the draws. Yep. Combo draw for neuter. I guess it's not technically a combo draw, right? Or is it? Sure it is. Straight and flush draw. Yeah, I guess I guess it is. I was thinking for some reason my brain went to a place where a combo draw only was a combo draw if you could Parent. make the straight flush. Oh, no, that is definitely yeah. not so. Of course it's not. Yeah. Anyway. Deuce of clubs. Neuter checks. Should he lead sometimes? Interesting question. Um Well, I think he's I think he should be looking to make an aggressive play a lot here. So he could lead or he could be looking at check raise if there's a bet. Um if it goes check, check, I think he should be betting. Any river that isn't a queen or a 10, basically. Yeah. Right? Um, whether he gets there or not. So I think the plan should be most of the time, make it like 75% of the time, make an aggressive action on this, on this turn. And then which way to go? I think both are fine. I think lead sometimes, check raise sometimes. Leading is still sort of a weird story to suddenly lead. What are we saying we have now when we lead? Ace queen? Ace five suited? Ace-5 that just check called the flop now leads. That's possible. Yeah. Ace-jack, we could do that with once in a while. Pocket-fives, we could do that with once in a while. But if we were going to lead, why wouldn't we, wouldn't we have just check-raised the flop if we thought we could get called by a lead and we have a big hand? I'm yeah, not saying... I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, people do this sometimes, but a lead usually isn't very strong, I think, in this spot. Probably not. I, I just wanted to explore it. Yeah. I like a check anyway and see what happens here. Sure. That's what Neuter does. Vera obviously should be betting this, just hoping that Neuter has the ace-10 suited I mean, of the world. We got yeah. called once. Like, well, yeah. The only thing we're going to lose now is the gutters, right? Or maybe a jack. We could lose the jack. Yeah, if he has king-jack, queen-jack, or jack-10 suited, that might fold. Yeah, but okay. But let's get value from everything else. Yep. So Jow bets 168K. Pretty big bet. So you know, maybe a jack will still call sometimes, but probably not. 168 into 224. Yeah, it's classic sizing up that we pretty much always see these days on wetter boards that are that favor the uh the initial razor and this is kind of exactly why right neuter's hand is now in kind of a, an awkward spot with the queen ten of clubs when when vera bets 168k with only one card to come it's not ideal i mean he's i mean this is where now i feel like can we really call out of position i mean we're not folding our hand right, right. so it's a question of call or raise our hand is way too good to do anything else we've with. got 12 12 outs against the hands that vera is repping 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, effectively a quarter. We know that sometimes he's going to fold if we check raise, right? We don't know. We, some, some things are just going to be air and he's going to fold. Some things are going to be maybe even some thin value that, that he's, we're going to fold out. Like, a, like a reason eight suited or something? Yeah, like reasonable aces. Ace, uh, ace 10? What's ace 10 going to do if we, che- we check, call, check, race? I think actually card. ace 8 is more likely to call than ace 10 because ace 10 mm. blocks hands like neuter has here. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it would depend probably if it's the 10 of hearts or the 10 of clubs or not. Also, like, you know, yeah. if he has a, if one of those, then yeah. Be, yeah. But, but fair enough. Um, but he may fold both of those also. I don't know. He might. And that would be, that would feel like a huge victory because if he bets twice and we're able to fold out at least some of the aces, that means all we have left that's in the continuing range is big hands, which in some ways isn't great because we could get jammed on. But it means if we can get rid of all the medium strength hands or most of the medium strength hands, plus all the bluffs that are going to beat us one way or another by the river a lot of the time, you know, because either by barely beating us because they're barely ahead or because they bluff us or whatever. This feels like just a cleaner way to do it. It does. It's a huge risk, obviously. Well, yeah, it's yeah. poker. Yes. I'm saying, like, you have to take big risks sometimes. You do. You do. Uh, Vieira's sizing puts us in an awkward spot. If you bet 100K, I think you could call, mm-hmm. and that would be fine. Or, and check raising would also be, obviously, less risky. I don't know, man. Like, we're effectively going all in if we check raise, right? We're, well, we can't fold if we check raise any jams. That's yeah. for sure. We're going to be getting too good a price at any, at any level. So, yes, that's, that is the risk. But, you know, if we're called, we still get there, you know, not an un, you know, not a terrible amount of the time. We get there like twenty eight percent of the time or something. So are we just basically sho- like, are we actually just shoving if we check raise? Because it's so weird with stack to pot ratio if we raise and get called. Oh, raise get called and then what do we do on the river? Yeah. Oh God, that would be really awkward. You like shove the river and pray, I guess. For, shove for like thirteen percent of the pot. Oh uh, well, it looks strong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Probably we're just going to check shove, yeah, if we're, if we're going to do it because that's what we're going to do with our strong hands to, like, make them look a little more bluffy, like, this kind, like we have this kind of a hand, right? Like, we have the draw yeah. sometimes. So, yeah, let's assume we're check shoving because we're effectively doing it. Let's assume we're, we're just going to go all in here. Yeah. So I, It's I a lot. We don't know. Like, what does VR do with ace-10? He's got to put us on a set of fives. We don't have a set of deuces in our range. We fold that on the flop, most likely. We're putting in like 700 to win 400. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't love that. I mean, it also looks like desperate. This now, is why the check raise is awkward yeah. and, and tough, right? Because like we either end up with a very strange stack to pot ratio. We potentially incentivize him to shove on us a little bit more if we make it something like 400K instead of the 700K. It's a bit odd. It is a bit odd. Also, if we check, one of the nice things about check shoving is we might be able to blow hearts out of the water. Yeah. Hearts may have to fold now. If we if we make it, if we do a smaller check raise, they may shove on us, like you're saying, yeah. and then we call and we lose to king high or something right. stupid like that. Where if we check we check raise all in, maybe king high has to fold. Yeah, I like, think it's just a check shove if we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. So do we actually want to do it? Like, so either we call where it's one sixty eight to win four hundred, and we're not getting the right implied odds, immediate odds. I'm sorry, and then we we're going to need to get chips on the river for this to work. Yeah. Okay. So I do mean, you want to cl- fold? No. <laughs> no, I, I don't, but I'm not sure if calling is a good play. Even but check though shoving also feels really weird. They all don't, I don't like any of these options. Yeah. Okay, let's play out. Can we, uh, let's say we check raise to a smaller amount. Like 400K? Yeah. So we We're s- not folding, obviously, no matter what he does on the turn. 
We started with uh, around 700K. We had about 700. So we, we have three back. We make it 400K. He had, did 168. That's very strong. If he goes with it, he goes with it. But at we least now it doesn't look as weird. Yeah, we have to call. It doesn't look as like bizarro. So do we just chuck fold the river if we miss? Because uh, we, if he calls. Because we're going to have 300K in a pot of like 1.1 million or something. <sighs> yeah, I, probably. What if we can sometimes fold out one of these draws, though? What if he actually has like a good draw himself? And I was like, oh, geez. So we have to sometimes go for it anyway. I mean, we have a 10 in our hand and we have clubs I just like hand. shoving better. I just like shoving yeah, better. Yeah, it's he might have to, he might just like, he's going to fold a lot of stuff if we shove, right? He's folding ace nine if we shove. Probably. I think so. I think so. I mean, he can afford to call. He does have 2 million chips. Yeah. We had, we started the hand with 815K, but I think he's going to fold the hand like that. When he bets big on the turn, like ace nine is one of the worst hands he has for value anyway, right? He doesn't have like ace four here. Probably not. Usually not. Yeah. Easy. And if he does, we're going to fold that out. Easy anyway. to check that back. Yeah. In Vera's seat. I don't know. Neuter ends up calling, which I guess I understand why yeah. now. Like, folding feels too much. Like, it's like, can I really fold a hand this good? Calling feels shitty, but so do, shoving feels, I think, shittier than calling. I think it feels shittier. I think it's probably better just to shove and just, just shove and, like, Sometimes you get the fold. Sometimes you get called and you win, and it's fine. Like, it's plus EV. It's fine. Don't think so hard about it. Like, make him make a tough decision one way or the other. Now, this won't be a tough decision. He's calling, right? Because he's like, I'm losing a pack of fives. That's it. So be it. Like, he's obviously going to call. But then we still have. We still get there. We got 12 outs, you know? Although not all of them are are alive for us. If the board pairs, we're going to lose. But still, we got like, what, 10 outs or something. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. I think I like the shove better. It's all, it's all terrible. It's all very unhappy times. I, you can't really blame him for calling. No, I do not. That's what he does. Okay. Pot's 562K, and Neuter's got 552 back. Let's talk about a sick, sick, nasty card. Oh, I thought we already did that. That was the turn, yo. Yeah, it's another clubs. one. What? Another one. What? DJ Khaled. Isn't that what he says? I don't know. Another one. Rivers the Ace of Clubs. So wait a second. That's the second nut flush for neuter but it's a full house but the worst full house but a full house for Jow. yeah so suddenly everyone's got a big hand all right should neuter just shove pot size shove out of flow it looks super strong he he might have the worst hand he would ever show up with doing that for value of uh queen high flush hmm well i think the i think if he had hearts and he went call call and a heart came on the river shoving makes a lot more sense because you're going to get a lot of checkbacks, even from strong hands, when a yeah. heart comes. The the backdoor clubs after we went after we called the flop, yeah, feels like if Zhao has ace jack or ace king or some even ace king ace queen, I expect where he's going to value bet the river, right? The club he's yeah. not going to worry too much about it. He's good enough to make these. He's going to go. He's going to he's value. value bet ace jack plus. Yeah, I would think yeah. Well, ace jack is is top two. Oh, so so that's the nuts. Um, he's gonna. <laughs> he's definitely gonna value at ace jack. He'll he's probably ace value at ace queen plus. Will he value at ace ten? Ace ten. I mean, we're never up against ace queen or ace king. Almost never. Yes. So he, he might. He probably goes for value with ace ten too, and probably checks back ace nine. Neuter might have some calls with ace queen out of the small blind. Maybe, but you might go for value anyway when you think ace about the overall is the calling range. Minimum. Okay, I think that's fine. Yeah. So like, I think we can check because backdoor clubs because it's backdoor clubs. Yeah. If it was front door hearts, we'd have to. We should just probably shove it ourselves. Yeah. Or maybe we can, against certain players, you can check anyway, and they're just like, they go for it, you know? But mostly they check here, I think. I, I like checking. What do you think? 
I like checking too. I mean, what a disaster this is. Gonna I don't be. think Vieira is going to bluff too often, unfortunately, on this card when the ace comes. Yeah. But if he has any good ace, oh, if he has ace nine, you know, maybe maybe he can even consider betting ace nine. I don't think aces. so because he can get called by a jack a little bit no. more. No, Jack's folding the turn a lot. It is actually a lot. Yeah, but the, I mean, like glossed over my point. No big deal. I'm Sorry. Not upset. Sorry. I don't think this is a card that VR is going to bluff on, which okay. is like that would be a major value of checking versus betting, right? Is trying to capture some bluffs. Yes, that would be something. I don't see there being too many bluffs in VR's range. Maybe if he has king queen with a king of clubs specifically, like that type of hand, maybe hmm. he bluffs. But I don't know. King jack with king of clubs, clubs, if for some reason he bet the turn with it, which I wouldn't expect him to bet the turn with it anyway. Yeah. I, this is fair. Um, I will say that he pro- when he bets big on the turn, he's supposed to be starting to polarize himself, right? So he's supposed to have like the king queens of the world, which if we bet, we're going to lose, yeah. right? But if we check, we at least have a chance to make chips off of. And, str- and often strong hands, like, okay, ace-10 may be, on the turn, maybe as ace-9, maybe, ace-10, something like that. On the river, he's going to still be able to bet a lot of those hands. So I think checking just gets us more value. Probably. Probably. So there's no way to get value out of his bluffs either way, obviously, is what it seems like. It seems like he's not going to bluff very often on the river, but if he's bluffing, by checking, we, give, we get a shot. At I guess I have a question for you, though. Yeah. If we think Vieira, let's, let's just, for the sake of argument, assume that Vieira's bottom of his value betting range is ace-10. Okay. Do we assume he's calling that if we shove? No, he's never going to call the bottom of his value range. Okay. I, don't, I, assume, I assume that, because that sort of like means you're calling all of your range. You're like that just goes against the mathematics of the game. Well, no, that's not exactly true, right? Because you still have a pretty good hand if you have ace seven, ace eight, or ace nine if you're Vera, but we just are assuming he's not value betting those if checked to, right? Right. So you think he's folding all of those, including ace ten, if we open shove. Oh, if we open shove. I thought you said you said if we check race. No, you? no, open shove. Oh, okay. Um I don't know what he's doing with any of those if we open shove. It's really unclear to me what he's going to do. I'm I'm trying to lay out a scenario where we get the value with ace-10 either way, and we don't get value out of ace-9, ace-8, ace-7, ace-6 by checking because he might check back. The thing that's weird is because we check called the bigger bet on the turn, we have a pretty good hand. And like, what what hand does that and then open shoves? Okay, the only bluffs I can think of are hearts that that chose not to raise at any point earlier. It's possible, but that's it. He should be losing those hands. Should be losing to everything else. Yeah, I agree. So maybe he can find faults. I mean, with so those should hands. Ace King and Ace Queen. Right, that's true. Maybe he can even find faults with those. I'm not sure. I mean, if he can find faults with those, then we should definitely check. Right. If I, I don't know if he can find a fold with Ace King. Maybe he just feels like he has to call with the hand that good. It's I'm another sure. spot where it's tough to know what to do as neuter. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. The other thing that would suck is if we check and he bets small, we check raise and then he just folds. And so we get very little value yeah. out of a, out of a medium strength hand that we could have bet more and gotten called right. anyway, which is possible. Right. You know, just leading just looks so strong. So strong. We can check here and we still have like baby aces in our range. Just suited baby aces. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we can't have that. Can we really have that? No, we can't. That's crazy. It's possible. We can yes. have like ace nine suited. We can't have like ace three suited can we we maybe can we, i mean we called out of position is that so much different than effective? queen 10 of clubs i mean there's plenty of flops you can check raise with that type of hand there are but like that hand is such a more of a classic like three betting spot. i know but you don't have to just because it is the classic you're usually just not going to see people call that in the small blind this, this it's deep. possible though i'd be surprised anyway that's not worth arguing over okay neuter checks fine i like it i think i like it 
All right. As Vera, we're obviously value betting our full house. Of course. The question is, do we go for it all or not? Pot size bet for our opponent. Hmm. Feels like it's asking a lot. We we have to be worried that we, from his point of view, we could have just backdoored clubs. We're the guys who have clubs so much more often than we he have does, more right? clubs, yeah. even though he actually has them this time. So that's going to scare him off of like some of his stronger hands. We also have to think if he had a pretty strong hand, he might have shown up on the turn as the board got kind of wet. The board was already wet and they got wetter, mm-hmm. right? So makes me feel like he doesn't. It doesn't. He doesn't feel super strong. To me, he feels like he's medium strength at best. Now, neuter, he's neuter yeah. yeah. So, so because of that, I would want to. I wouldn't want to go all in here. By medium strength, you mean like ace ten suited? Yeah, something like that. Ace nine suited, ace ten suited. Okay. So, you, what do you want to bet? Five sixty two in the pot. Two hundred and forty thousand. Okay. What do you want to bet? I think I want to go all in. Really? Yeah. How come? just want to polarize myself in this mm. spot. And I think we're going to get called more frequently because of the ICM situation not being scary right now. Like, there's mm. literally no money jump. Yeah. Like people are supposed to take slightly higher variance lines at this point. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's so, true. And because we can have more backdoor clubs, we, that means we could have more bluffs yeah. in that way, too. We could have bluffed the ace, um, and we decide to fire again on the turn because, like, we can fold out a bunch of stuff, and that we can fold out hearts, we can fold out... Everything, but we can follow jacks and other pairs, and now we're like, hey, also we can have backdoor clubs. Maybe we have a club in our hand sometimes, you know, we're doing yeah. So we have, we have bluffs here for sure that do that. Yeah, I think I want to shove. That's fair. Vera goes more with your thought. He bets 300K of the 552 effective. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is the question. Call or shove as neuter. I feel like we have to shove, don't you? To get value out of ace, king, ace, queen, those types of hands. Yeah. And they're going to sit there, and they're going to be like, I block full houses. I have a very strong hand. I don't know if you have to call with those hands if you're Vera. Let's let's go okay. down the rabbit hole. Like, we are uncapped as Jao Vera. We have the flushes in our range. Yeah. We have all of the full houses, except for the weirdest ones. Like, we might have all of the full houses. We don't, I mean, we have ace-deuce suited. We probably don't have ace-deuce off, hands like that. But mm-hmm. I think we have literally all of the full houses, at least in some combo form. Yeah. So, I, I, I wonder if if Zhao, when he has the full houses, if he's... This can't be true, what I'm about to say, but I'm going to wonder it out loud anyway, and then okay. we'll figure out what part, how, how true it can be. If he's... I mean, he's going to be more... When he's got a full house, he's going to often bet bigger than this. He's often going to go all in. Certainly not always, because he's got to be somewhat balanced, right? He's got to be able to protect the sizing. I don't well. know if I can believe that. Really, you don't yeah. think he's going to choose some polarizing sizing sometimes when he has the nuts or near the near nut when he has ace king and stuff or ace jack? I think he is, at least some some of the time. I mean, ace ace king is worse than the hand that he has. Ace jack, okay, ace jack. Maybe, maybe, but like for the sake of this argument, I don't think we can go down that rabbit hole as okay. far as like just guessing when he's going to do polarizing sizing and not. Like, I think we can safely assume that at least a couple combos of every hand in his range are at this sizing. Okay, that's fair. Um, so that's how we do distribution, right? Cause he's going to do different sizing with the actual hand that he has sometimes too, if he's going to be, you know, being balanced. Um, sure. I would still guess he's probably weighted a little bit more towards medium strength type hands. Now he's stronger than that yes. this time, but I would guess he's weighted more towards medium strength hands when he, when he chooses the sizing I just think, rather than the all in yeah, sizing. That's all. I understand that you prompted this as a, this has to be wrong thing. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think it has to be wrong, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we can make that assumption from either player's perspective that that can be an underlying piece to the puzzle here. I don't right. think we could use that. I think we should throw that away. It's also possible that, especially as we're like, there are nine left, eight left, nine left. Yeah. Uh, that he's going to bet smaller in some of these spots so that way people don't, like, they call, they call more. Yeah. Even when he has the nuts, right? Because they, he doesn't want to, he wants to get that value. Right. He wants to sort of ensure he gets the value. And, like, who cares about the extra 250K? Obviously, that'd be nice, but, like, make sure you get the 300 or whatever it is. Um, I think, yeah, I think we're stabbing at the dark if we're trying to weight his That's combos fair. towards different sizing. Okay. So let's forget about that for a second and try to look at where Zhao actually, like, can Queen 10 of Clubs profitably move in is really the question that okay. we're asking. We know as neuter that Zhao has aces full. He has uh, aces full of jacks in his range, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's got aces full of deuces in his range. Sure. He's got aces full of fives in his range, right? Yeah. All these things are true. He's got fives full in his range. He's got deuces full in his range. Yep. He's got quads in his range. Mm-hmm. He's got jacks full in his range. He has other things, too. Yeah. For sure. He has the king high flush in his range. Yep. Keep going. We're, let's, we're finally going to get to things we're beating because so far those are, we're losing to all those and he has all those things in the range. Yeah. And then he's got ace 10 plus for the hands that we're beating. I mean, he, yeah, ace 10 plus, but like that includes like flushes. Like he can have flushes here, other flushes that we're Yeah, beating. he could have other flushes. You're right. So that, that is like probably the thing that mostly we'd be interested in like attacking, right? I mean, uh, and, and trip aces, of I course. I think, I don't mean to criticize you on air, but I think you frequently overestimate the combos of flushes. Like, uh, how many combos of flushes would you say Zhao has that are worse than Queen-10 of clubs? Uh, well, it's hard because... the Well, it's, it'd be Jack-X of clubs that he decided to bet the turn with, right? That would be the most obvious So Jack-8 of clubs and Jack-9 of clubs? Um, since we have the 10 of clubs in our hand. And he doesn't have Jack-7 of clubs. No, I wouldn't think he would. Yeah. Um, sure. He can, he can probably have 9-8 of clubs. Yeah. That's three combos. Yeah. Um, he can probably have eight, seven, sure. and seven, six, and stuff like that. So maybe we can get to like seven combos. Maybe, right? yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. The full house combos significantly outweigh that. Of course. Yeah. Of course they do. But I'm just saying, like, when you say ace 10 plus, I think it's easy to think of it just as the trip aces. But there's all, like, I think yeah. all the flushes are going to call us if we check raise all in. And then the question is, are the trip aces going to call us? And then are there enough combos of all these things, right? Those are the questions. These are the assumptions that we can make, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's possible everything ace 10 plus may call us. If we ace 10 cannot call if we shove. Are you kidding? Like I actually started this by saying ace 10 was had to fold. Remember yeah. that? I was like, it's the bottom of the range. It has yeah. to fold. Um, I don't think any trip aces can call if we shove because, because how can you like, what do we have? We we're going completely bonkers with hearts. We never raise and now we're raising. Those are the only mm. bluffs we have available. Like, how can you call with that low in your distribution when you have all of the full houses and flushes in your range that we just talked about? What if we have um, ace, queen with the queen of clubs? No. It's like such a good blocking hand, you know? It is. I, I guess he's got the queen of clubs in his hand anyway, so it'd be ace, king with the king of yeah. clubs. That's like, the, that's like the toughest spot of all. We block full houses. Yeah. We block the nut flush. Uh, I mean, wow. Okay, maybe we can consider it with that We hand. probably have to do it with that hand. But if we add that into our calling range, we have to take out like the seven, eight of clubs or something. Um, I don't, I would say no, ace king with, with the that. king of clubs is a better calling hand than seven, eight of clubs. I think they're both good calling hands. That's all. I don't think we have to remove seven, eight of clubs personally, but let's not, let's not get caught really, up. I don't really think either of them are good calling hands. They're actually both terrible calling hands in, in that scenario. They're terrible calling hands when you're up against the queen, 10 of clubs. No, and, when and you're better. up against neuter's line. <laughs> 
I mean, come on. Who, who, we, what are we, we talking about We have here? to call with things that we don't feel there's comfortable with. There's a lot of things we can call with. Right. There's all the easy calls, and yeah. then there's the tough calls. We're in the tough call part of this, now, right? Just because there are hands where lines are taken where you have to call with things that you don't feel comfortable with, that doesn't mean that that is true for all hands. Sure. So this might not be one of those hands. Do we want to do the combos here? Do you really think you should be folding a flush for 250K more in this spot? I think that is questionable. I think it's a very clear fold with the trip aces. Maybe the ace king with the ace of club, the king of clubs. But I think if we walk down the combinatorial path here, you might change your opinion a little. Yeah. Bit. Like, okay, let's do it. All right. How many combos of full houses do we actually have? Is yeah, is that's a good first question. Okay, so there's ace jack, which is six combos, right? Ace jack is two and three. Yeah, six, six combos. combos. Okay, so there's six. Ace five is same thing. Uh, no, it's only suited. Oh, you're right. So that's going to be two combos. Okay, so we're up to eight. Um, ace deuce. Ace deuce is only two combos. That's ten. Then we've got three combos of deuces. Thirteen. Three combos of fives. 16. Three combos of jacks. Okay. One, combo, one combo of aces. Of so that's twenty. Twenty combos of full houses. Yeah. Okay. We definitely want to include the king queen of clubs, or right for sure. Any any the king I flush should be in all king of us. king queen and king ten of clubs are probably the only king I flush. I agree. We have, yeah. Maybe you can have king nine once in a while. Maybe. Maybe. We have the Ten of Clubs in our hand, so we can eliminate that one. So it's really just King, Queen of Clubs, right? We have the Queen of Clubs in our hand. Too. Oh, hey, so we can eliminate both of those. Yeah. Okay, so we're still at 20. Yeah. Okay. So 20 combos of full houses that are, are easy calls for that are hand Hands that are easy calls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we have up to seven club combos that probably will call us as Joe. We mm-hmm. think, but... I mean, let's play some of this out. Let's say he has the Jack Ten of Clubs. And he decided to bet the turn because he had a pair and a, and a flush draw. Okay. And, he, and he wanted, he was just like, oh, I can build a pot with a club in case the club comes. Yeah. Is he ever, would you strongly consider folding the jack 10 of clubs on this line? Well, we block ace jack, which helps a lot. Mm. I'd rather have the jack 10 of clubs and the queen 10 of clubs in Jow's spot. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but I would strongly consider folding all flushes. For sure, against the line where if Neuter moves in for mm-hmm. 250. Because it's, it's such a little like, bit more. Like, come on, man. I know the price is good. It's too good. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. So, so you saying this, does that mean you feel pretty strongly? So neuter moves in, of course. Yes, he does. Um, does that mean you feel that this is just a bad move in? Yes. Okay. Do you? Um, I'm not sure yet. Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, it's one of those spots where it just feels like you have to move in, you know, cause your hand's so strong and all that kind of stuff, but it's good to like drill deep and actually like, See if, it, see if that's actually true. I think if you're moving in, you're under the assumption that Vera is calling with at least some trip aces. Otherwise, it's probably bad. I agree. It's certainly, we can't move in just to get called by flushes. Well, guess, certainly. guess what? What? Jao Vera snap folds. I know. Deuces fold. I know. After all this, I, I'm arguing for the calls, and I know he's going to fold deuces fold over. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So Snap folds it. So he thinks that there's no flushes in this guy's right. range. So... If Vieira is not being a complete bonkers person and actually has reasonable thoughts behind what he's doing, which is a good assumption. I think we should believe that. Vieira, yes. This is a bad move in by Neuter. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. If this is a snap fold, obviously it worked out great yeah. for Neuter. But if you're a snap folding deuce is full, like, it's not good as far as getting value with Queen Ten of Clubs here because this is not a bluff, obviously. No, no, he's not trying to fold out deuce is full. He's trying to get called by trip aces, really. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's like yeah. targeting the ace kings of the world, right? Yeah, he's like he. I can imagine. I can see yourself think, sitting there thinking like, I just have to try and get value against trip ace, trip aces with a king kicker or, or like that. You know, big big kicker aces here. I just have to try. You know, and then like, 
But of course, if all the hands that snap you are better and almost none, and you're not, you don't, you never think you're folding out a better hand, right? right? You couldn't, you don't think you're folding out the king high flush. No, you don't. Let alone the the deuce is full. Um, Yeah, maybe this is just a bad move. And I don't think this is a blocker situation where like Vera's folding deuces full and, and calling with ace queen. I don't think it's like that because the types of full houses that neuter have has like deuces blocks. One of neuters more likely full houses pre-flop at least for how he played it. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. There's a, yeah. The only ace that neuter can really have is ace Jack, right? Yeah. Maybe he has ace five suited or ace two suited, but we, you don't, you, 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 really you thought that was so. possible. I thought that was pretty yeah, unlikely. It's, I think it's possible, but still unlikely. Yeah. I, I, I would, so I don't I think it's like a situation like. where Vera is actually calling with the aces, even though he, Folded the deuces full. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a bad call preflop. To be clear, like with Ace Five or Ace Two suited yeah. from the small blind. Yeah, with thirty three blinds effective, I really do. So I assume Neuter most likely agrees with that. So Can't this know. is uh, this is very reminiscent of a different hand we did a while ago with mm. Matt Berkey and Tommy Wynn, I yeah. believe is the name. That's it, right. That was in the PCA. It was. There were fourteen left or yeah. something. It was a bit different the way it played out, but Berkey ended up with bottom full house on a two ace board, and Wynn actually had Queen Ten suited, which made a flush and check raised for value on the river. Or did he just no, no, no. Berkey check raised for value on the flop, got called by Win. bet the turn, got called, Win makes the flush on the river. Berkey just checks and Win bets big and oh, Berkey right. just folds. Right. Which we thought was actually a good fold by Berkey. Yeah. Because it was also the ace had paired on the river and so like, yeah. Berkey was losing to like any good ace and it made sense that Win could have. Those. It was another, like Win was playing the neuter role and I think yeah. both, both players overestimated the value of their hand. This is an incredibly tough thing to do in real time, I think. Yes. Because uh, I remember, like, the, Tommy went betting the river. I remember you I, advocating really strongly, like you are here, for um, him to check back. And me being like, really? Can you really check that back? And I think you convinced me then. And you're pretty much convincing me now, too, to be clear. Um, but also, I really understand where these guys are coming from. Of like, don't I just have to go for value? I mean, come yeah. on. Look at this hand. So on and so forth. Like, I get that side of it. And, you know, it's like try and like trying to balance the tension between making sure, making sure you get full value for your hand, which is, you know, a way to win tournaments is doing yeah. that. Right. But also if you overvalue those spots or if you, you, if you're too aggressive in that spot, it's really hard to win tournaments. <laughs> you, like you swing the pendulum too far the other way and man, it goes, it swings hard. Another difference between this hand and the Berkey hand is Berkey agonized for minutes over, yes. over that. Decision. Well, it was live, so right, it's going it to be different. But it wasn't like VR used any time. Yeah. He literally snapped fold. He had a plan. Yeah. The plan was to bet fold, clearly, because yeah. he's like, oh, I'm beat. He's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no problem. It's over. He, yeah. must, he must think that uh, Neuter has no bluffs, or fact, maybe not no, almost no bluffs it's, at all. I mean, no, almost nobody has a significant amount of bluffs I agree. against this line. I agree. And then also that he's going to value hands quote correctly unquote yeah. which turns out maybe not true in, in Vieira's estimation he does not yes and in your estimation he yeah. does not and i'm think you guys are right i'm not totally sure oh i'll be on the side of javier you can be on the side of you know not the Javier. guy who won the hand sure okay i'd love to be on the side of the guy who won the hand okay javier won the tournament by the way <laughs> <laughs> of course he did he's very good of course he did yeah uh, hey, one more thing before yep. we go. We uh, want to talk about podcast reviews. Podcast on, reviews? On Apple Podcasts. We did this a while ago. Anyway, we just want to, you know, get some reviews going out there. It's good. It gets the show out there. Gets the, makes the show keep going. So we're doing a thing. This is coming out on June 7th, 2021. If you leave us a review, any review that you want, you know, be honest. It's fine. On Apple Podcasts. I know we would prefer the, do the good reviews, but, you know, be honest. You're, you'll be entered into a random drawing to win a copy of our book. Uh, and we're doing this for a month. So July 7th is when that closes. So any podcast review between June 7th and July 7th, 2021 
entered into a contest to win the book. $30 value. <laughs> and it's a, it's a fun book. If you don't want to wait, you can just buy the book, by the way. I mean, buy the book anyway. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make.